Hello and welcome to the Dorm Room Dispute Podcast. I'm Mitchell Kaminsky. Alongside me is Marshall Macaluso. What it do, baby? And we got a lot to talk about. Championship season just keeps on rolling. Yeah. Uh, the NBA Finals are over, so now we got the World Series to talk about. And two completely different teams in this one. I don't think it was the matchup we were hoping for. We kind of wanted Astros-Dodgers. And one is not. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> the one is like... The one's a small market team, and it's really the last hurrah for small market teams because Billy Bean has left the Oakland A's, and oh, he's like, hey, I want to go to the Red Sox and make some money. So money the Rays are the last hope for you small market teams, and the other one is... Yeah, like is, the White Sox. Your time's over now. The other one is that we're not small market. <laughs> Jerry's just cheap. That doesn't mean we're a small market. That's fair. Um, the other one is a uh, powerhouse that uh, in the middle of a pandemic signs Mookie Betts for to a very rich $7 million billion. Now, this is interesting, though, because while the two are different in payrolls, because I, I think we, we had the tweet that the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, yeah, their, pay, their starting nine payroll was less than uh, Garrett Cole's salary um, for the Yankees. But uh, the general manager for the Dodgers got his start with Tampa Bay. And if you look at how the uh, Dodgers roster is constructed, it's kind of similar to Tampa's. It's just they have more money to spend, so they get wow. some higher-priced talent. But yeah. the way they develop their guys, because most of the guys on that team, like Cody Bellinger, uh, Trey Turner... Uh, or Justin Turner, I beg your pardon. Uh, they've come up through the system, yeah, so mean, they're developing I mean, a lot of guys. And we talk about every every, or well, I think we talk on podcasts ago about how like they just kind of like get these random dudes, Dustin May, um, Walker Bueller, who just kind of well, the the red haired, yeah, yeah, Dustin May. Yeah. They just come out of nowhere and they're throwing one on one off the bat, and they're going six innings. and They got massive leg kicks, and they're <laughs> striking everyone out. It's like what 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 in the world's going on out here? They've been one of the few teams that have been man. They they've been able to be competitive while still stocking their farm system for the future. Yeah, it's literally it's the crazy. perfect scenario. Most teams have to tank, and then you get good. The Dodgers are like, hey, we're going to be good, and we have a great farm system. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, it is. And then the Rays, on the other hand, if you look at that lineup, they're very solid everywhere. They're, they're not good at anything. They're not, they don't, like, you don't look at them and be like, wow, that's a great offense. In fact, they're only hitting like 205. They're in the 200 batting average in the postseason. It's in the mm -hmm. low 200s. Pitching wise, you're like, you know, it's a solid rotation. They're just last night was really good. They're not bad anywhere. That's an overall solid lineup. This, uh, there's no stars on this them. matchup is eerily similar to the NBA championship that we just witnessed. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, the, I wouldn't I, I would say that the Dodgers are way more dominant roster wise than uh the Lakers were over the Heat. But, you know, we got two LA teams, two Florida teams. One is clearly favored, one should win. Um, I will say though that you know in basketball upsets um, and a guy is getting hot that's not sustainable. I mean the Rays like in baseball you never know what happens. First of all they're number one seed for the reason for a mm -hmm. reason. You know what I mean I mean they're they're in a they're in a division with with good teams and they won that division. Um, they beat the Yankees and that, that's no that's no fluke. The Yankees were hitting dingers all left and right with Stanton and Judge kind of hitting their their stride. Um, but like. There's there's no reason in the world that the Dodgers do not win this series. I mean, like I I definitely I'm not gonna dis sit here and disrespect the Rays and say that they're gonna get swept and then it's not gonna be a competitive series. I believe Game One's going on right now and it's already got a feel like both teams are in this. But you look on paper and like the track record, the Dodgers should win. It should they should be over in five. Um, it'll be a competitive se series. Um. But but there's no chance. I mean, they they, they should have won it last year, mm. and they should have won. A, you know, they they got cheated on against against the Astros. But they they keep getting to the World Series. 
are getting close to the World Series, keep having stacked rosters, and then they just add Mookie Betts. Yeah. Who is absolutely insane. Mookie Betts has been playing out of his mind this postseason. Robin home runs left and right. He's mashing. I mean, they should they should win this. If they don't win this, then that's that's a, you a travesty. Two former MVPs in this lineup. And it kind of feels meant to be. Like Dave Roberts said, like, this is our year. When they came back from that 3-1 deficit, it kind of feels like, yeah, okay, this is our year to exercise the demons. I know Clayton Kershaw, everyone's like, oh, playoff Kershaw. So far in game one, he's been good. I'm sure at the end of this game, he'll blow it because Dave Roberts uh, put him in and misused him. But people <laughs> listening tomorrow will know the answer to that. But, like, I think that narrative has been overblown. Yeah. Because a lot of it has been Dave Roberts misusing him. Where he comes in in weird situations, yeah, like as a relief Nashville, pitcher. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to be, he'll be solid in this series. And then he's not even, I don't even think he's the best pitcher on their staff anymore because you got Walker Bueller, who's been phenomenal too. But, uh, Continuing with the contrasting styles, because it really is like a, you have the payroll thing. You have the one team's loaded with stars, the other isn't. The Dodgers' strength is their hitting. Like their yeah. lineup's great. The uh, Tampa Bay strength is their pitching. You got Blake Snell, former yeah. Cy Young, Tyler Glass now. And so their bullpen's phenomenal. Two contrasting styles, which I like. Uh, I'm gonna go. Who who who, who, who you got in this year? I think you already said Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers and five. Maybe it, it, I mean like like the like the Lakers series. It should be Lakers and five. Should be Dodgers and five. But I'm not gonna disrespect. I didn't disrespect both those teams. I think they can take it to six. They can even take it to seven, potentially speed. But, I mean, like, you got yeah. this guy, Randy Alders. Or, uh, Alders. Arazoneo. Arazoneo. Azerbaijan. Something. We don't even know. <laughs> Some guy named Randy. Rookie. Arazarena. Randy Arazarena. Yeah, He's that, been hitting all the Arizona, bombs. Arizona, that guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, sometimes dudes just get hot that you never heard of. Um, and it was the, um, the Asian catcher from the Nationals last year. Suzuki. Yeah. Maserati, something like that. Suzuki. Uh, <laughs> um, that, was, that was a joke. I, I didn't know his name. Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes people get hot, and then they take it seven, and, uh, you know, they get a couple quality starts out of some guys. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, and I, going along with that, like, I counted the Rays out against the Yankees, another yeah. team with a much bigger payroll. I counted them out against the Astros, a team with championship pedigree that has a better roster on paper. Uh, they just keep finding ways to win. They'll just win at all costs. They'll do whatever to Kevin Kiermeyer's like a vacuum in center field. They got a rookie hitting bombs. They get clutch pitching performances when they need it. Uh, you know, I, it's it's just a very overall solidly well put together team. Um, so I mean, I'm not. I think they could easily take it to six or seven games. And if they win, it's gonna be like I'm, the narrative is gonna be all oh, the Dodgers choked again. This is a big upset, which it kind of would be. But would like, be. I wouldn't would be, be surprised if the Rays won this. They should. Really? The Dodgers should win. I'm saying, but I'm like giving the Rays a chance. Seven, I'm giving the Rays I'm a chance. I'm saying if you simulate this series, Dodgers win eight out of ten times. Well, I'm going Dodgers in six. I think that the Tampa kind of looked like they were out of gas near the Astros series. They had trouble putting them away up 3-0. Yeah. So that's a little concerning. But uh, I think that they're scrappy. They can take it. They can take it to six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll go. Let's well, go. Hey, real quick. Real yeah. quick. You got two number one seeds facing off against each other. Mm-hmm. And it's reported Manfred likes this playoff system. How, how do we feel about it? Well, I have mixed feelings. Coming into the year, I hate it. I'm like, this is stupid, uh, especially as a White Sox fan. I was like, oh, we're finally getting good. We're going to be able to earn a spot in the postseason, and now they're letting everyone in, so it doesn't mean as much. But the more I think about it, it was kind of interesting because we had some great races down the stretch. Yeah. Um, that's number one. Number two, it's going to discourage teams from tanking. Because you have a team like the Giants that was in it till the last day of the season. When they wouldn't have been if it was the other format. So that makes it interesting. Less teams are going to tank and more teams are competitive. If you got another team like the Marlins, 
probably shouldn't have gotten in, but you know, it's expanded. It made it interesting, and they pulled mm. off an upset in the first yeah. round. So I think they're gonna keep it one because they just lost a bunch of money, and more playoff games makes more money. And uh, I wouldn't be necessarily disappointed. I'm more of a baseball purist, so if they went back to the way it was, I'd be happy with that because you're playing so many games. But if they kept it, I mean, I wouldn't be yeah. disappointed. No, I totally agree. Um, I do think if they do it, they should incorporate the one game wild card thing because yeah, I mean, that like, was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah I agree. One with that. Game, especially like, I mean, you saw it with the White Sox where it's like a lot of teams they hit game three. And you're like, oh, who's our starting pitcher again? You know, um, but yeah, no. Now, that was just, I know, I, I, I think they're going to keep it. I mean, Manfred likes it. Um, I do think it's a little bit of an illusion that, like, the good teams still went out because you have two, look, you have two number one teams playing each other. We had a team that had the Astros who were below 500 and made the semis. But it is what it is. Well, the Astros were a good, like, in a 162-game yeah. season, they would have made the playoffs. I feel yeah. like they would have had that turnaround. So that wasn't a big deal for me. And, like, in these four-game series, like, you can see with the NBA. This is why in the MLB and NBA, you don't see a whole lot of upsets. It's because in a seven-game series, the better yeah. team usually wins out. And I think we saw that with the Dodgers. Like, they were a better team than the Braves. Not that the Braves yeah. weren't good, but in three, they were up 3-1. And, you know, it's like, eh, I knew they weren't going to come back. Fun fact about the Braves, though, choking. Kind of completing the trifecta because Atlanta sports, you know, they're kind of a joke yeah, right now. You got tough. Georgia blowing a national championship. You got the Super Bowl. Sorry to relive this, all you people listening in Georgia. And we got a big <laughs> fan base down there. Um, <laughs> but uh, teams all time in the uh, NLCS, when up 3-1, were 28-3 overall winning Rainy a series. Nose. And uh, yeah, there you go. And the Braves, you know, they bucked that trend and they blew it. And now they, it is 29 or 28-4, so. Yeah, that is a tough one. Tough one. Hopefully the Braves will be back. I like the Braves, though. So do I. It's a fun team. All right, moving on to the NFL. We got, I want to do, you know, it was an interesting week. I think this is a great week six. A lot of interesting teams. We'll go a quick recap, and then we're going to debut a new segment called Are They Good or Not? Very, Mitch was very, feeling very creative. We have, we have a small sample size, but there's a couple teams you look at, and it's like, are they good? I don't know. We're going to find out. Marshall's opinion. Let's do a quick run through. First, Bears, Panthers. Go Bears. I won 100 bucks from that game. Teddy B. I still like him. Well, this is for the Bears, though. I like Nick. I mean, Nick Bulls, I have my doubts when they signed him. And is he a good quarterback? No. He's not even a top 15 quarterback. But the man is a professional quarterback. He knows how to win games. He changes the plays at the line of scrimmage. I feel a lot more comfortable with him in there than Mitch Trubisky. Like, late in the game, I'm like, okay, you know what? I think he can make a throw to keep us in it, or he's able to check us out of a defense. And on the defensive side of the ball, I think this Bears defense, they bend and they don't break, and they just get been getting better and better. So I'm feeling a lot more confident about my Bears. Uh, Bengals-Colts. Wow. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's got Swiss cheese as offensive line. It is sad. That man is getting destroyed. And I'm that man, he needs to, they need to do something. They need to do something about that because Joe Burrow, I mean, look, he put up 27 points on a good Colts defense. And, like, you know, he, he it's good for him. It's given, it's given him good experience because they, the Bengals couldn't care less if they win or lose games. Um, so they can just have Joe Burrow sling it and kind of figure it out as he goes along. Um, but, like, hey, keep this man healthy. I don't want another Andrew Luck because Joe Burrow's special. That's what man. it spelled. It spelled I, I think my comparison is kind of a Tony Romo, but Andrew Luck's a good comp, too. Where, like, in two years, no human can withstand this amount of punishment. Yeah. They gotta do Especially something. Especially for his body frame, and he's talented. Like, they shouldn't be in this game. I'm yeah. paper, you look at the roster, it's not even close. The Colts got a good defense. Uh, and But, you know, they were in it, and unfortunately, he's getting knocked around. Do kind of a crushing interception on the yeah, final drive tough. there. But, you know, rookie mistakes, growing pains. I do think the Bengals got a good quarterback there. They, just gotta, they need an offensive line. Yeah. Uh, 
Brown Steelers, boy, Baker looks bad. Uh, the Steelers, I think it's safe to say they're they're pretty good. Yeah, I, they get to the quarterback. They have had a sack at least one sack every game. Is the number one high, uh, highest rated uh, pass rusher so far from Pro Football Focus, and they have the most sacks in the NFL, and they've only played five games. And there's been six weeks. Well, and they still it have helps the most sacks. that they sacked Jeff Driscoll like 87 times in that game. That um, is true, and they did face the uh, Bengals, I believe. So, so that like, does they, help. They inflated but the numbers, Brown but McPhee, is a really good number, secondary edge rusher. Um, and, hey, Big Ben's got some good receivers, and James Conner's playing well, so he doesn't have, he doesn't have to do a whole lot. Because you can tell that Big Ben's – he's regressing, but they don't need him to be the old-school Big Ben. So they're they're good. Uh, Giants-Redskins, a great game nobody saw. Yeah. I don't think anyone watched this. It was, we were watching NFL Red Zone. They never showed this game. It came down to literally the last play. Ron Rivera's like, hey, I'm going Riverboat Ron. We're going to show this team a winning culture, and we're going to go for it. And they missed a two-point conversion. Kyle Allen turned out not to be a mobile quarterback. but They're, was, they're hitting up, uh, what's his name, Trevor Lawrence. I will the say Jets. this. Yes, there's some bad teams in the NFL, and the Giants are one of them. But they have been getting better each week. They had a competitive game against the Cowboys, which they could have won. And now they won this week. So are they a good team? No. But Joe Judge, I had my doubts. I think it's a sign of a good coach that if you watch them, they, they improve steadily each week. So they got that going for them. Uh, Jags, Lions, that's another dud between two mediocre teams. But Kenny Galladay, great wide receiver, I think one of the most underrated in the NFL, and his impact was felt, and he yeah. came back in that one. Yeah, yeah. Good for Matt Stafford. We don't need to talk about that one much because, you know, fuck Lions. Um, <laughs> Texas uh, Titans. Gardner Minshew, he had a cool mustache, still has a cool mustache. He's not that good of a quarterback. No, the magic's kind of run out. Yeah. Does he have much help of, around him? No, but he's old, not a good yeah, quarterback. Yeah, it's like an old bit. He just, like, looks cool now. He doesn't play good at all. Uh, yeah, Texans, Titans. Uh, Texans, man. Come on, guys. What are, what are we doing? What are you we were doing, saying Texans? this on Sunday, too. You see that Texans, like, this team should be good. I still consider them, like, a good, like, they, they're, they're and competitive. And we'll get to the next team that I feel the same way about it in the next game. But, like, you guys got Deshaun Watson, and, like, you traded away pieces around him, and, like, the defense didn't get that good. I mean, what they signed, I remember two years ago, they signed Bradley Roby. I'm like, if that's your marquee signing, your defense is not going to be good. Um, but yeah, Titans are good. Titans are good. They got a good Ryan offense. Ryan Tannehill has been phenomenal with the Titans. If you listen to Free Money this week, which you showed, shameless plug, you would know <laughs> he's been putting up. He's had better passing numbers than Lamar Jackson over his past 17 games. Yeah. And he's like and 11. Derrick Henry. 12-3 and three is the starter with the Titans, too. And Derrick Henry is like a freak of nature. That's that 94-yard touchdown. Was in he's he's what two thirty pounds fucking massive and he's outrunning cornerbacks. His time on that run was clocked faster than Lamar Jackson's touch rushing touchdown. It's insane. That's not it's fair. Absolutely insane. He's the size of a defensive lineman and he is outrunning quarterback. And they got a good, They got a good receiving core. Now I'll I'll give you this one. Do the Texans? What do they do with Deshaun Watson? What do you mean? What do they do? That's their franchise quarterback. You yeah, but like, do they do they just start tanking now? Nah, well, I mean, they their, season, a massive that's, their season's over, but yeah, you, I would hope they'd re-sign him because, I mean, he's kept them competitive in all these games, so. Interesting. Um, Falcons, Vikings, who bleh. That's the other team, though. The Vikings, man. Dalvin Cook is good. I think Kirk Cousins is pretty good. They have Adam Thielen. They have that Justin Jefferson guy, and they get blown out by the Falcons? What? The Falcons' defense is garbage, and they... Could barely muster any offensive. It was forty to twenty three, and they had like two garbage time touchdowns. Yeah. Like 
They could not score off an atrocious Falcons team defense that hadn't won a game yet. Like, come on, Vikings. The Vikings I, defense is horrible. It's so bad. It is so bad. And I'll tell you what, the Chiefs start you you see it with the Texans, you see it with the Cowboys, um, and then are there any other teams? Uh maybe, maybe, maybe like the Browns or something. But they, the Chiefs started this trend where it's weapons, 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 and then they're like, wait, our defense sucks. What do we do now? But at least the, the, the Chiefs are like good. Or did you say the Chiefs? Or, yeah, yeah no, the Chiefs the defense Chiefs. is like good enough. Yeah. We're like, this Eagles team, they can't tackle. They can't stop the pass. They're horrible. They don't do anything right. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about the Vikings. Or what did I say? Eagles? Eagles. Vikings. I yeah, meant to say Vikings. Vikings. I mean, same with the Falcons, though. The Falcons got weapons. Their defenses are so garbage. I mean, it's like. The, Vi- I, I, the Vikings are bad. The Vikings are bad. I honestly thought they were going to be a playoff team. I thought they were going to win the division. Yeah. And they're making me look like an and asshole. They stink. Um, Ravens, Eagles. Now, I will say, I mean, the Ravens just keep doing what the Ravens do. Lamar Jackson looks kind of bad as a passer. He's regressed. He had a couple. couple He's doing this weird thing where he likes to roll really far out of the pocket. He bails early. And he's doing this sidearm, like, sling thingy where his, foot, his fundamentals look sloppy. Is the Monday morning quarterback. It was a retired fifth grade recess quarterback. And I can see these things. He wants to come to Mitch Kaminsky's quarterback <laughs> camp. We'll help dial it up. But on the other side, you know, like Carson Wentz has been getting a lot of flack this year. And he has been bad. But he is working with backups, backups right now. Yeah. They have no one. Lane Johnson was out. They're facing a very good Ravens defense. And they scored 22 points in the fourth quarter. Carson Wentz single-handedly kept this team in the game. So all of you trashing on Carson Wentz. This man is a good quarterback. He is working with nothing. Zach Ertz has been nowhere to be found all year. Miles He's got Sanders no had receivers. A horrible drop touchdown. Their defense that he was getting pounded all game. It was br- it was brutal. It's brutal yeah. to watch. And the man yeah. kept a minute. So respect to Carson. Yeah, Wentz. Carson. Went. The Eagles, man. I I don't know. The Eagles are another team where like kind of like the Vikings, where they like. You mean just two years ago they were really dang good and they were c- competing. And now they just kind of let it slip by. And, like, they didn't really have a bunch of roster turnover. Well, the Eagles did. Um, they have t- a, a, an absurd amount of injuries. Um, but it's just like, yeah, they just kind of let it, they kind of let their talent kind of just slip away slowly. And now they've just totally regressed into just a bad football team with talent on the roster, but they're just, they can't win games. Broncos, Ravens, or Patriots. Yeah, baby. I got a hot take for you before you can get into here. Yeah. All right, so I know the Patriots, they had their bye week or whatever. They hadn't practiced in two weeks, whatever. But I think what you're seeing here with Cam Newton is what you saw with Tom Brady with a severe lack of weapons. Outside of linemen, there is no weapon, receiver, tight end, running back, on the Patriots that would be a starter on the Broncos. That's true. Yeah, I know. They got I no one. Disagree. Not even Edelman. Like, Edelman would be a backup on the Broncos. Yeah. They, they, they're one. Keneal, Neil Harry? Keneal, Keneal Harry. No. Harry? Hunter? Keneal Harry, yeah. Yeah. He, he's a draft bust. That's a horrible receiver for him. He can't yeah. do anything. Like, Cam Newton has no help. He needs a little help. The yeah. running backs are like, okay, but the, there's draft? no one on the team. This is my most recent draft. Uh, they, got know, some... they, they got a running back out of Alabama in like a third round, and he's done all right. And then they got um, some safety, too, from like some Division three school. Belichick nice. has not been a historically good drafter. As great of a quarterback or um, coach. coach he is, mm-hmm. boy, I miss, I'm a lot, of, a lot of slips. Yeah. I got to get on the game here. Yeah. But as good as he has been as a coach, he's not been a very good uh, drafter. Um, yeah. Good for the Broncos. I'll, I'll, I'll do, uh, three quick things from this game as a Broncos fan. Um, number one, this is a game that the Broncos of yesteryear would have lost. Absolutely. I mean, you you go back to last year. 
Um, when they, you know, they lost to the Bears and that like last second field goal, Jags last second field goal. You saw with the Titans, they let the lead slip away. Um, you know, Cam Newton was driving 18 12, um, and they figured out a way to win. And that's a, that's a absolutely massive sign for the Broncos because they're 0 3. Then they, they beat the Jets, big whoop, um, with a backup quarterback, mind you. And then, uh, you know, they got this one. Second of all, so I'm, 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 I'm optimistic. Second of all, Drew Locke, youngest quarterback to win in Foxborough. Ever, huh? and like it, it's it's not it's the the you know that's a tough defense that's a tough team he goes in there he wins he's five and two as a starter I feel like he's getting judged a lot he's literally started and finished seven games in his NFL career um cat you know cautiously optimistic about it um third this doesn't really pertain to the Broncos but it's going to be an interesting storyline going forward the Patriots did not look sharp and mm-hmm. it, you could tell because they had not practiced in the last two weeks. Um, I will, I will say the Broncos, I mean, the Broncos the week before, um, or a couple days before the Patriots, I mean, they're doing virtual position group practices, but it's going to be different with baseball because baseball, you have a coronavirus outbreak, you know, practice isn't a huge thing for baseball. Yeah, after spring training. Really yeah. And you, you can do, you can do your own warm ups and stuff like that by yourself in like a hotel room or not. But if we see this thing again, like even later in the season, when like a team has a couple COVID cases and they're not able to practice, that's a huge implication uh, in the NFL, you know, not not being able to practice. And so that, you know, it, it ser- serves Patriots right. Uh, obviously, I'm not like, oh, they got COVID. Those bastards, it's all their fault. Um, but hey, man, you got to keep the protocols. I mean, the Broncos for this game, they bought out an entire hotel so that no one else was there. There you go. You know? Um, yeah, hey, good for the Broncos. We're playing the Chiefs next week. Um, we're getting Melvin Gordon, A.J. Bouye, Noah Fant, Draymond Jones, um, and a couple other guys back. That's so, right. So the Chiefs are gonna win still. But yeah, I'm I'm well I'm I'm excited <laughs> to see how the Broncos compete. I'm excited I, to it see it should be a better game than people think. Yeah. Patriots as a side note, first time with a losing record since two thousand two. Yeah. Wild. That is kinda wild. I mean, I still think the Patriots are good. Um I still think they can win the division question mark. Well they can win the division. I still think no, they they're still will. in it. Um we'll go yeah. to another team in that division. The Miami Dolphins. Tua got his first action. Fitzmagic kept he's doing his thing. He's a starter now. I don't think he's a starter now. No, he's a starter oh, now. Oh, they named him the starter They named the starter. Hey, you know what? They're going for the playoffs, man. I don't like that. I don't like it either. I, I understand. I understand why. I understand everyone wants to see the Tua. They tanked for the man. They got the man. It was cool to see him play. But their offensive line is also not good. Because they, I mean... They didn't gear up this offseason as if they're going to compete. What's the rush to start him? You, you know, you can learn. You saw Patrick Mahomes a year behind Alex Smith did him some good, and I don't think anyone thinks the Dolphins are doing anything this year. I guess they think they have a playoff shot, but I think Ryan Fitzpatrick he's been getting hot his last couple weeks. That beautiful bearded maniac is slinging it all over the yard. Yeah, and he's putting up some points. Now, have they beat up on some bad teams? Yes, they also beat a pretty good 49ers team where Fitzpatrick looked really good. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know I, if I, I like that decision. I, like I, I really don't like it. And I think Brian I mean, Flores is a good head coach. That's a head scratcher to me. Yeah, so. and the, uh, man, I the Jets, this 2020 Jets is one of the worst football teams in recent history. Oh, I know. For the people that think it's Sam Darnold's fault, they have not won a game when Sam Darnold hasn't played for them since being drafted. Sam, Sam, Darnold, Sam Darnold could be a starter on a lot of different teams. A lot of different teams would love to have Sam Darnold. He's not um, a draft bust is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. And I, I think they're going to tank, 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 get Trevor Lawrence. Sam Darnold's going to have new life somewhere. Um, But, like, man. they're going. Do you think they're going 0-16? I very I well think, think so. they could. I very well think, I think they, 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 they Like, the one game that they should have, like, the Broncos game against a 
backup quarterback, a third-string quarterback in a bunch of banged-up position groups, and they, they couldn't pull out a victory there. Um, yeah, the Jets are really bad. Adam Gase, what are you doing, bro? I don't know. What are you doing? Buccaneers, Packers, uh, Rodgers, I think, threw an interception. He got a little railed. Tommy Boy looked good. This Buccaneers defense has kind of carried him through the first couple weeks. I think now that Tom Brady's going to start to figure out the offense, he's been comfortable, he's getting Gronk going. This is a serious contender, this, these Buccaneers. Yeah. I like them a lot. I think they're good. Yeah. They're going to win and, that division. Uh, and and they, they man, like if the Patriots could have just gotten – I honestly think that the, the amount of weapons, that the, the lack of weapons for the Patriots is one of the biggest reasons the, he left because he doesn't have to do a ton – on this offense, kind of like Big Ben. Obviously, the Buccaneers have way. I mean, Mike Evans and Godwin were already good, and they added, you know, um, the guy from Jags, um, and they got Gronk back. And I mean, he doesn't have to do a ton. They can just kind of dink and dunk their way down the field, puts points on the boards, and they got a good defense there. Shaq Barrett, salute the 2015 Super Bowl champ. Um, but yeah, I still think the Packers are gonna be fine. Losing Vita Vea hurt for them, but. If you look at them against the Packers, who are a pretty good team, they're undefeated coming into this game. They didn't, they didn't miss a beat. So, yeah. but Rodgers are uncomfortable all day. I don't think, well, it was a bad loss for the Packers. I still think that's probably the cream of the crop in the NFC North as of right now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, slip ups happen. It is what it is. But uh, good for the Bucks. These guys are contenders. Watch out. Uh, Rams, 49ers. Watch that. I think Kyle Shanahan might be a better coach than Sean McVay. He beats him every time. Every time he's had Jimmy G, he's beating him every time yeah. head-to-head. And Kyle, Shana- Kyle Shanahan and um, uh, John Lynch have done a really good team assembling the 49ers. Yeah. Um, and they, they're, they're kind of, you know, obviously they made the Super Bowl last year, um, but they had to be kind of flying under the radar because they had that they, – Jimmy G was kind of the guy, and then he tore his ACL, and then it was kind of just like, oh, I guess we'll run back a tank, tanking season. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll say, though, this is these are two teams – that I think are pretty evenly matched and mm-hmm. are going to be fighting for second place in the division. Yeah. Well, I mean, the 49ers weathered the injury storm a little bit. Now that they're yeah. starting to get healthy again, I think they're going to pick it up. The Rams, I still think, are a good team. You yeah. Know, at least, uh, 49ers, too, with a good head coach after getting humiliated the week before. They're coming that out in a prime-time game. That was really bad. There was no they, way that was going to happen again. Like, I think that was I mean, the 49ers. was not surprising. 30-some points to the Dolphins. 43. And then, yeah, and then, and then they held the Rams to nine for the majority of that game. So, you know, impressive win. The Rams will be fine. Jared Goff, I, I have a little, I have some questions about the Rams' defense. They look a little suspect in some areas. Um, and and both these teams need a more solidified run game. They definitely need a more solidified run game. Finally, moving on to the doubleheader on Monday. I'm they a big should fan do of these. I time, love man. the doubleheader on Monday. You get back from, like, work. I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not at work. But, like, you know, you get back 4 o'clock and you got a football game on. Oh, it's great. And then you got another game after. Oh, I like it. I, uh, I'm a big fan of the two yeah. Monday games. The Chiefs and Bills is a really f- interesting matchup of two pretty competitive teams. And I think this Bills team yeah. showed a lot of character scrapping their way through this one. Uh, and they made it close. It literally came down to the end, and uh, Mahomes does what Mahomes does best and works some magic and found a guy downfield. I mean, well, he, yeah, what? there's nothing we can say about Mahomes that hasn't really already been right. said. Is he's good, he's been phenomenal. Hot take. You know, for your segment, is he good? Patrick Mahomes, he's He good. is good. So um, this is a good, good deals. Josh Allen, uh, it's going to be interesting because, you know, he's played really well this year. He definitely... Two clunkers in a row. Yeah, that's true. He definitely has overachieved, but, you know, he he's playing some good teams coming down to earth. The Chiefs, though, uh, I believe they were fourth. They were one of the top pass defense, but they have the 27th best rush defense. 
So that's going to be interesting yeah. going forward um, to see if they can sustain that. Um, I think it'll be interesting when Le'Veon Bell comes in, how they're going to distribute carries. Because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire looked great in that yeah, game. I didn't even, that's I a pretty stout Bills it, defense. He ran for 161 yards. And then you got Damian Williams, who was yeah, pretty good also, in the Super he's Bowl. Got the dope Jake and now you got to throw Le'Veon Bell in the mix. I mean, it was his bargain for him, so I can see why he'd want to add Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. But, like, I don't know how you're going to distribute. It'll be interesting to see how Andy Reid divvies up the carries there. Maybe they'll do two running backs in the backfield yeah, or something Yeah, I mean, they'll creative. figure it out because he's really creative. And, and Le'Veon Bell is such a good uh, pass-catching back. Yeah. Um, I will say I'm excited well, it's on the Chiefs, so I'm not really excited. But I'm excited to see Le'Veon Bell back playing competitive football because I didn't. He, he's a good running back. Finally, pay Dak Prescott. Andy Dalton was horrible. That was bad. That was that was so hard yeah, to and, watch. And the argument, the argument, this kind of put flaws in like a lot of. I mean, I feel like everyone says it. We say it too, where it's like you get enough weapons around a quarterback, and like get a good offensive line. Now Zeke did fumble twice. But it's like you can't just you can't get a good offense. Plug any schmo in there, any adequate because Andy Dalton's an adequate quarterback, and he did not look good regardless of C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Z, and a great offensive line. Now, granted, that defense is horrendously bad. Mm-hmm. They couldn't. They mm-hmm. had zero interest in making a professional football tackle that night. No, like, that it was, was bad. That was they bad. were bad. They turned they they turned the ball over a lot early in games. Like every time you watch the Cowboys, they always seem to have to be coming back. They had to come back against the Giants. They had to come back against the Falcons. They turned the ball over a lot early. Zeke has not been playing great. No, he looked and you gave him a massive contract. Look yeah. how he's, he has not lived up to it. Jerry Jones, this is the thing too. He likes paying guys because he's kind of like. I think he's kind of lost it as an owner. I never thought he was a great owner. Yeah. Because of the whole Jimmy Johnson fiasco with the nineties, but like. He overpaid Zeke. He should have paid Dak, and he didn't. Yeah, that was. He dumb. overpaid uh, that line. What was this, the linebacker's name? Um, oh, uh, uh, Sean. Not Sean Lee. The uh, Vander. No, no, no. The uh, black guy, fifty-four. So I don't even know his name because he's underperformed this year. Um, Taco Charlton. No, no, it was not Taco name. Charlton. I'll, fi- <laughs> I'll find this. Talk um, how bad about the Cowboys are. Yeah, no. I mean, the cow- look, it's kind of funny because they're 2-4 and four and they're winning the division still currently. But yeah, I mean, you go back to that, you know, Dak versus Zeke. It's like, it, there's no question. You go around the league and it's like, would you rather have a star quarterback or a star running back? Uh, there's this guy named Todd Gurley who got paid too, and he got cut. And he's on like the Falcons now. Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Doesn't ring a bell. He's a pretty good linebacker, but they completely overpaid him. And there's a reason it doesn't ring a bell, because, you know, he's, he hasn't done yeah, anything this year. He's on one of the worst defenses in the NFL for com- quote-unquote competitive teams. Yeah, no. Cardinals, man. Cardinals look good. Buda Baker had a hell of a game. They have a decent, pretty good defense. Um, Kyler Murray, dude, it's kind of crazy that people wanted Kyler Murray to be playing double-A baseball in Nebraska somewhere. Because that dude can play. That dude can absolutely play. Yeah, he's undefeated uh, in AT&T Stadium, dating back to high school. Woo-hoo. So there you go. All right, finally, what you've all been waiting for, the debut of our new segment, Are They Good? I'm going to give you a team. You're going to tell me, is this team good or not? Like, what are we? what is good? Super Bowl contender? Are they playoff contender? Yeah, yeah, playoff Super Bowl contender. Playoff slash Super Bowl. When, can they, make, when, when can they win a playoff, playoff game? Yeah, yes. Game. All right. Num- first off, we're going to go to the Chicago Bears. Oh, I they are 5-1. No. Are they good? No. Not good? Why not? 
I gotta give a reason. I just don't think. And look, I know we've had very many contentious debates in our in this fraternity about the Bears being good. Um, I just think that they they do know how to win games, so they have that going for them. Um, but I just think that like the defense is the defense is good. The offense is has been good enough, but they've also had a pretty easy schedule. That win, win against the Bucks was good, but I just think you know. You can just kind of, and I. this is a cop-out when it comes to the eye text and people say the X factor or that spark. I just think come playoff time, I don't think they're going to win a game. Now, granted, it depends on who they're playing, um, and they do have a good defense, but that running game is bad. That running no, game the running is game's horrible. Bad. Mm-hmm. David Montgomery can make it like a foot and a half where he's getting touched in the backfield. And I think you saw it last year, Nick Foles, when it comes crunch time, I don't think he's going to be... I don't think he's going to be all that. You know? Oh, big – whoa, whoa, whoa. Nick Foles in crunch time is good. That's yeah, when he like thrives. Four years if we get ago, him to the playoffs, four that's where years Big ago. Dick Nick thrives. All right, I'm going to answer this question. I've been complaining all year about the Bears because they have looked. If you, you watch them like you said with the eye test, they do look bad. They give up a lot of the yards on defense, but somehow they always hold them the field goals. They can't run the ball, but somehow they score just enough points to win games. They had two comebacks. literally came down to the last play of the game That's my thing, though. Just enough points – there's no quote just enough however, points in the playoffs. However, I was con- I uh, Nick Foles said in his post game press conference, you know, would you rather us be losing pretty or winning ugly? Because I'd rather be winning ugly. And I think that you know, give see, them some time. See, they're gonna work out the kinks. That the is, defense has been getting that better. That is something you say when you're the Denver Broncos and you're learning how to win. The Bears have been competitive for the last couple of years, and they had one of the best defenses in the NFL. And, like, there comes to a point where you, well, you, you grinding out W's is all right in the regular season, but it's not going to cut it in the postseason. And this whole thing— Grinding out like, W's? I, a win's a win. It's a win in advance. You're grinding out a W, yeah, I will take yeah, it. Yeah, you grind out a W against the Carolina Panthers and New York Giants. That's fine in the regular season, but there's going to come a time where you're going to play quality teams, and this whole thing, where they can't put teams away. Listen, they, they have not put a team away yet I don't, in the postseason, I don't wanna that's have, concerning. I don't want to have the meathead take. They won the press conference, but Nick Foles sounds like a leader in the locker room because like our other boob of a quarterback would not be saying anything like that. He sounds confident. I think the guys respect him. You saw it in the uh, Tampa Bay game, late in the game. He called an audible at the line of scrimmage through a great real out, wheel route. Hey, so, I mean, is he, he's an average quarterback, but he makes he's a professional quarterback. He knows what he's doing. And he I have beats confidence the in him. Panthers, and I, more importantly, should. I have confidence in our defense. We can win a playoff game. The Bears are good. I'm going to say it. I'm proud to say it. I've been hiding it for the past four weeks. But damn it, we're good. All right. On to the next team. Hopefully it won't be as I will say, as that. I will <laughs> say, I will say, Packers-Bears is going to be a vastly important indicator on whether or not they're good. Fair enough. I mean, they got two games against them, though. So yeah, exactly. See. All right, next team, Indianapolis Colts. No. Are they good? No, absolutely not. Really? Phillip Rivers blows. He's bad. He's not good. I, I do not, I will trust Phillip Rivers for a single drive in the playoffs. But he comes playoff time. I mean, Phil Rivers, Phil Rivers have never been good. He's never really been a playoff guy. I mean, he whenever he does get to playoffs, every once in a blue moon with the San Diego LA Chargers, he loses. And now he's gotten very much older. That defense is good until they get shredded by the Cincinnati Bengals. And, you know, I think that they're a quarterback away maybe. But also, what really concerns me is he and T.Y. Hilton have not messed together. That is together. concerning. Now let me ask you this. Who would you trust more in a playoff game? Phillip Rivers or Nick Foles? 
Who would you rather have under center for you? Nick Foles. Okay. Wow, you really don't trust Phillip Rivers. I mean, I watched I watched the Broncos <laughs> play Phillip Rivers twice a year. Yeah. And there is never I mean, the past half a decade. I mean, even last year. We were beating the Chargers. Even the last half a decade, I've never been like, wow, this guy is like a playoff quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, too, because when you look at the Colts roster, they're good in literally every facet of the game on paper, except for the quarterback position, which is underperformed. Yeah. And I think with Phillip Rivers, we thought, you know you know what you get with him is like, you're going to get a gunslinger. He's going to turn the ball over, but he's going to move the ball downfield and throw it deep. His accuracy downfield has been horrible. He can't seem to get on the page of T.Y. Hilton, and the turnover has been the same. Offensive line-wise, they have a good offensive line on paper, but like the run game's been kind of weak. I'm kind of with you. I don't think the Colts are good. No, I, don't I think the Colts are good. they're they got a good roster. I think they'll make the I playoffs. Think, I, I don't mean, see them winning compare, a playoff game. You though. compare like I I can always compare the teams and divisions to each other, and like I think the Tennessee Titans are so much better than the Colts in every sense of the word. Couple more here, the Cleveland Browns. No. Are they good? No. Nope, not good? They're we're, we're on a no train. You're on a no train. No, I don't think they're good. They did just beat the Colts, but the Colts also aren't good. Um, But I think that Steelers game proved it. I mean, like, you know. They've the, had some clunkers against the, the Ravens was bad and the Steelers I mean, game yeah, was bad. And those games kind of show it where I, I just don't I just don't trust Baker Mayfield. I agree they, a little he, Baker goes a long way. He has never given me any. And, and this is kind of like, this is kind of like what's. The theme is like there. You need individual players who can shine in a single game, and I do not trust Philip Rivers, and I do not trust Baker Mayfield to do such things in playoff games. And I mean, like their defense is all right. Um, their secondary gets torched though, time and time again. They got a lot of weapons. Um, Nick Chubb going out hurts. But yeah, I don't know. I also just think that like they don't have a winning mentality. Yeah. That's when the Bears could prove me wrong. Because I think they have a winning mentality, and they believe that they're the best team in the NFL, even if that may not be true. But I don't think the the, the Browns have that. Now the defense is just middle of the pack. Baker's been bad. Yeah. Like, really I mean, bad. And with all those that, offensive that weapons, Steelers you should not be... Game, sc- yeah. He was horrible. You, you cannot be scoring seven points when you have Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, uh, Kareem Hunt. They got that tight end, too. Uh, they got Hooper. They yeah, got yeah, Hooper, Njoku, yeah. Njoku. I mean, yeah, no, it, it's not good. All right, two more. The Las Vegas Raiders. Are they Ooh, good? Ooh, the Las Vegas Raiders. It's weird um, to say. This is a hard one because they've beaten two good teams. They've also gotten the crap kicked out of them by some okay teams, I guess. I mean, no. Have they turned a corner? It's another team that I've watched play a lot. Um, I'm going to go with no. I'm also going to go with no. I think they, they they always do this, though. I think Derek Carr is a very underrated quarterback in the NFL, and he will always give the Las Vegas Raiders or the Oakland Raiders back when they were in Oakland a chance to win football games. Um, and they got Josh Jacobs, who's a pretty above, slightly above average running back. I also like Henry Ruggs because Gruden loves throwing it deep, and they got a speed guy with Ruggs. They're like, all right, chuck it deep to Ruggs. Yeah, exactly. And that's what they did against the Chiefs. And like, they are fun to watch. I do. Their defense has never stood out in the past couple years. No, look at all the points they've got up. Chiefs, 32. Bills, 30. Patriots, 36. Raiders, 34. Panthers, 30. They are yet to hold the team under 30 points. And this is... I mean that, that that's that's a problem. Yeah, and that's just where like they got they got enough talent to keep them in games. Um, but I I think like time will tell. I don't think. I mean they beat the Chiefs though, so you know good for them. But that defense is not good, and I don't I don't even think they'll make the playoffs. Finally, 
the 49ers, are they good? They are 3-3 three and three right now. They've had some good wins and some very ugly losses. The 49ers good. I'm going to come out and say yes. They've had a lot of injuries. They have, they've been to the Super Bowl. they got a good head coach. I like George Kittle. I know they've banged up defensively. I like them, though. I'm saying the 49ers are good. Hey, had a I rough mean, start. I just said all these teams are not good, so I'm just going to continue the trend. I don't think they're good. I think None of these teams are good. <laughs> none of these, none of these teams are good. There is play not play. a single good team in the NFL. You heard it here first. The Broncos good. Yes, they're the only good team. <laughs> Drew Locke is MVP material. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, the Broncos, going to be good. Um, but the 49ers, yeah, I mean, like, I've never been a Jimmy G guy. I've never been a Jimmy G guy. I know he got hurt. Um, losing Emmanuel Sanders was big because he was only on that team for half a season and they were going, you know, calling his name a lot, especially in the playoffs. Um, Brandon Ayuk has been pretty good for him. Brandon Ayuk is a good receiver. I think he's very slightly above average. Um, very slight. I don't know about that. I think he's a little he's bit a more. He's a speedster than... guy. He's very athletic, and they can use him in trick plays. I think they got a really good coach. Um, and dare I say that Jimmy G is just like a better version of this Mitchell Trubisky thing. He's definitely better than Mitchell Trubisky, but it was one of those things where I think the coach and some good tr- plays around him, some good offensive schemes, have kind of shielded him from his flaws being exposed. I'm not saying I'm not saying like a quarterback comparison, Trubisky to Jimmy G, but I'm saying the situation of he's not actually that good, but coaching and offensive schemes can take him far. Um but yeah, and also the defense the defense is another thing where I thought their defense was really good last year, but losing Bosa really hurts. And Solomon Tom or yeah. uh, Solomon too hurt. Yeah, that's that's real because I mean you can't win without a pass rusher. Um uh, at least one elite pass rusher on your team. And, uh, you know, the, the Niners, yeah, I mean, they won that game against the Rams. Um, but, and that, that's where it's like prime time. Like they, they're an adequate team, but like, yeah, I'm not, I'm on, not on the, if for all these teams, they have quality and they can definitely make the playoffs. But like, I'm thinking like a good team is like the Packers, the Bills, the Bucks. And I'm thinking all of those quality teams are beating the teams that you just named, like Seven out of Bears 10 times. did beat the Bucks though. So in a playoff far, game, the Bears in a are good. Yeah. In a one-off playoff game, though, I think in like the teams that know how to win. And I mean, you kind of just go down the list. It's got, it really boils down to a winning quarterback. To win. No, I yes, no, it is true. It does come down to the quarterback. When you look at a lot of like the Raiders, I think we both agree they're not good. But like, I like Derek Carr. I think he's exactly, exactly. They got Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. While we talent, on him. Yeah, sufficient talent. Guys who can play. Adequate defenses, um, but not a lot of great running games in the... Well, I mean, the Browns have a good running game. The Browns' problem is Baker, Baker Mayfield, like, going to the quarterback thing, he has the most turnovers other than Jameis Winston and Phillip Rivers. But since he's been drafted, he's thrown the th- third most interceptions. Yeah. It's not good. And it's one of those things where, like, you know, you can grab great wide receivers galore and all that stuff, but it kind of goes down to a winning quarterback. Nick Foles is a winning quarterback. <laughs> there you go. Keep going on the checklist. A solid defense. We got a solid defense. And a good run game. Oh, we don't have a good run game. Yeah. But we so. got two of the three, so we are good. <laughs> What's one back? Nick Foles. What was he Stop on the Jaguars? The Colts or the Jaguars? Colts. Yeah. Phillip Rivers. 
No, I was saying Nick Foles last year. Oh, Jaguars. Jaguars. Uh, you know, as we can see, the Jaguars are a poor team. He got yeah. out of there. I mean, the, the play he got hurt on, which really derailed the season, he threw a touchdown pass. Send those kahunas to Canton. Yeah, literally. Um, but yeah. <laughs> That's all we have for you. We hope you enjoyed uh, this first installment of Are They Good? Maybe in a couple more weeks we'll check maybe, back yeah, in. We'll maybe. look at the receipts of this. Um Anything yeah, else to add? that'll do it. We'll, we'll do a quick Dodgers check. Quick Dodgers check. And so we'll see if I have to uh, alter my take to raise in six. Uh, it is right now still 0-0. Zero, zero yeah. As we speak. Pitching duel. Great matchup today. Kershaw versus Glass now. Um, but you heard it here first. Dodgers in five. Free money coming out Friday. Make sure you listen to that. And for those of you listening to us on the Unhinged Sports Network, this is our first show on there, our debut, I guess, if you will. So... We hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Hopefully you'll check back in yeah, with us check, next Wednesday. When and we're uh, check out some of our later episodes. We got, you know, some about Tiger Woods with Scandinavian whores, some having sex with goats, uh, all that good stuff. So check out some of our old episodes. There you go. You can also go to our YouTube page and uh, – we have Dormer Dispute Podcast on YouTube. We make Nebraska football fans very mad. Yes, yes, we do. So uh, if you're Nebraska and Clippers football, fans, uh, and, Cl- yeah, and, and Clippers, Clippers fans, fans. Also very upset. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. See you next week.